0: So, welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space 102 FM. My name is John Keeley, still joined by Shane Ambrose. And today we include in our program an interview with Father Seamus Enright, the rector of Mount St. Alphonsus Church in Limerick, about this year's novena to Our Lady of Perpetual Help. But first, let's listen to Father Seamus speaking with us last year when he shared a reflection with us on the history of the icon of Our Lady of Perpetual Help.
1: Well, the history, the early history is obscure. Um, it was entrusted to the care of the Redemptress by Pope Pius Ninth in 1866. And he gave us a mandate when he gave us the when he gave the icon into our care, and he asked us to promote devotion to our lady as the lady of perpetual health. So we've been doing that ever since. so shortly after the icon came into our care, um, they began making copies of it, so one of the the first copy made was actually given to the Pope at the time, and one of the very early copies came to Limerick, and it came here at the end of eighteen sixty seven Now prior to the icon being entrusted to our care, it was in the care of the Irish Augustinians in Rome um they had set up a community in Rome during the penal times when it wasn't um, possible to live religious life in Ireland, so they'd had it in their care. Um, for quite a long time. But the legend, I suppose, is that it was stolen by a Roman merchant um, from a church on the island of Crete. And icons do come to us from the kind of Eastern church. It was stolen that he brought it home, that on his deathbed he asked his wife to put it in a church because he was repenting of his theft. And she promised she would. But then she fell in love with the icon herself and decided not to do anything about it. Now, this is, this, is, um, this is the story, how accurate it is historically, we just wouldn't be sure. But the tradition then is that Our Lady appeared to the mother-in-law of this woman and asked her to ask her daughter um, to place the icon in a church, and the mother-in-law wasn't successful in her efforts. But then Our Lady, the story goes, appeared to the woman's young daughter and asked her to ask her mother to place the icon in the Church of St. Matthew. And, and the mother did, um, as her daughter requested. The icon was placed in the Church of St. Matthew. The Church of St. Matthew was in the care of the Augustinians, but it was destroyed um, by the French when they invaded Rome um, in the revolutionary period after the French Revolution. And then it vanished from sight. The Augustinians had it, but they didn't put it in a public church. They kept it in their own private oratory. So the Redemptors then came along and um, in the 1850s to build a church in Rome and our mother house. And we built the church on seemingly very close to the site of where the Old St. Matthew's church had been. And the people told us the story and they remembered the icon, but nobody knew where it was. And then one of the young um, Redemptorists, one of the young Roman Redemptorists, remembered that when he was an altar boy serving Mass in the Irish Augustinian Church in Rome, an old brother took him into the monastery one day to the oratory of the friars and showed him the icon of Our Lady of Perpetual Help and lamented that it was out of view. So a little bit of investigating went on and it was discovered that the icon of Our Lady of Professor Help was there in the care of the Augustinians. So our Superior General then went to Pope Pius IX, and he asked Pope Pius IX to ask the Augustinians to transfer the icon into the care of the Redemptress. Um, and the Pope did, and I mean, what you do when the Pope asks you to do something, the Augustinians handed over the icon. And the arrangement with the Pope was that we would give them another copy another picture of Our Lady instead. But when Father Douglas, who was the rector of the um, house in Rome, the Redemptorist house in Rome, went to Father O'Brien, who was the Augustinian prior, Father O'Brien said, we have lots of pictures of Our Lady and we really don't need another one, but we're in financially very difficult positions, so we'd appreciate a donation instead. So um, the Redemptor's gave the Augustinians some money. And the icon passed into our care. It needed to be restored. It was restored. So 1866, um, it began to be venerated in St. Alfonso, which is our church in Rome. And as I say, a copy, the first copy to come to Ireland came to Limerick at the very end of 1867. And it's been venerated in the church ever since, in 1868 and 1869, the men of the Holy Family Confraternity, which had been founded at the beginning of 1867, they fundraised and they built the beautiful shrine as a home, as a fitting home for the icon of Our Lady of Perpetual Health. So the icon has been um, venerated in the shrine in Mount St. Alphonsus, in the church since 1867 and in the shrine since 1869, when the shrine was dedicated. And of course, Um, it's become I suppose in many ways you could say that the shrine is like the the spiritual heart of Limerick it's where people come um, when they're um, in trouble and people were very sad there for some weeks when the church was closed but now we're open again in the afternoons for private prayer and it's lovely to see a procession of people in and out um, in the afternoon um, praying in the church and visiting the shrine um, to, to venerate the icon so from Limerick it spread to the other Irish redemptor's houses around the country, and then redemptor's from Ireland when they were going to New Zealand, Australia, Sri Lanka, the Philippines, and um, took the devotion to Our Lady of Perpetual Help with them. So we've been faithful, I think, to the mandate that Saint Pope Pius XII gave us: make her known. He said, make her known, and that's what we're doing.
0: And so, since 186,
1: part of history now.
0: Beautiful, thank you so much indeed. So really from 1867, so there's been uh, the icon or a copy of the icon in the church in Mount... Yeah.
1: So it's, it's a copy of the original icon, but we would now see it as an icon. It is an icon in its own right. It's what we would now call the Limerick icon of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Um, I think people in, would, people in Limerick would be almost offended if it was described as a copy now, if yes, it has become so unique yes, uh,
0: And so the novena, did the, the novena start up almost right away in Limerick, um, Father Seamus? Devotions, Devotion, yeah. so
1: devotions begun. devotions to Our Lady of Professional Health began almost right away. Um, I don't know exactly when the novena, Um, in honor of Our Lady of Perpetual Health, began in, 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 in Limerick. But we do know that during the Second World War, there was an American Redemptorist serving with the American forces in the north of Ireland, and he introduced the Redemptorist in Clonard to the idea which was growing in the United States, to the idea of a perpetual novena, of a weekly novena. So that began in Clonard during the Second World War, and spread very quickly to Limerick. So, sometime in the 1940s, the, the weekly novena, um, the perpetual novena as we call it, began in Limerick. And the, pre- the shape of the novena at present, the, the nine days as we have celebrated them, um, Father well, Vincent Calvin I suppose put that shape on it in 1972. So, the devotion has been there since 1867, but it has taken different shapes and it has been ex- been expressed. Um, differently at different times with the novena since the 1940s and the present shape of the novena um, since
2: 1972. By the of sea and sky I have heard my people cry All who dwell in dark and sin My hand will say I who made the stars of night I will make their darkness bright I will set a feast for them, my hand will say. is it all
0: So that piece of music was Here I Am Lord by sung by John Michael Talbot. So now we can listen to Father Seamus tell us about the Novena to Our Lady of Perpetual Help being held in Limerick this year. And to play out this part of the programme, we'll play an old favourite. Uh, we can listen to James Colburn as he sings As I Kneel Before You. So now we're delighted to welcome onto our programme again uh, Father Seamus Enright, who's the rector of Mount Saint Alphonsus in Limerick. Father Seamus is here this morning to tell us a little bit about the novena that's taking place in, in the monastery there in Nurmik, to Our Lady of Perpetual Help. It actually started last Friday. Good morning, Father Seamus, and thanks for joining us.
1: John, John good morning, and thank you for having me back on the programme again. It's been quite some time. I was grateful for the invitation. Well, with the novena this year, of course, it's unusual, as it was last year, in that we're celebrating the novena only online. Um, that seemed to us the most prudent thing, the most careful thing to do, because we're so concerned with protecting people's health and um, safeguarding people. And we just felt we wouldn't be able to safely manage the crowds that come to the novena every year, and we didn't want people turning up and then be sending them away. So um, online, but we've been online a lot, of course, during the lockdown and that has worked very well for us. It's not the same, of course, as in person in the church, but we've had a very successful um, online presence right through the, the lockdown. Um, we have built up a daily following of a few thousand people. It can go up to five, 6,000 people at the weekend. Now, I haven't checked the figures since the novena began, but um, I'd expect there are people, local people joining us, of course, and then people all over the country and people all over the world as well. The evening sessions, especially, have quite a following in the United States, and we're very happy about that.
0: So uh, maybe maybe a place to start. So is, is, is how can people join? I mean, how can they access? Oh yes,
1: people can join. People can join if they just Google novena.ie. They go, so they go to novena.ie, and that'll take them to our website, and then they'll see webcam, and they click on the webcam. And that'll take them directly into the church. Now, they can also come at us through church services. So they can Google church services and find Mount St. Francis Limerick. But the most direct way of doing it is novena.ie webcam. Okay.
0: Now, have you got a theme this year? I'm sure you have, but what is the theme? Yes,
1: it's the year of St. Joseph, of course, in the Catholic Church. Pope Francis invited us um, to celebrate this year of St. Joseph. So the theme really has to do with St. Joseph, St. Joseph, a man for all seasons. So we're looking at some of the scripture passages in which St. Joseph features, and Our Lady, of course, and Jesus as well. And we're seeing what lessons might there be there for us today. So, um, St. Joseph, a man for all seasons.
0: So, of course, I mean, as you just mentioned there, the church will be closed uh, for the sessions, but... Will the church be open, just a matter of interest?
1: Oh yeah, in the church, we have four, yeah, we have four online sessions, of course, at eight in the morning and 10 in the morning and 7.15 and nine in the evening for, for for the nine days. And then the church opens at 11 and it closes at six. So there's plenty of opportunity and people are visiting in the afternoons. There's plenty of opportunity. And what we've done to facilitate um, prayer before the icon is we've taken the icon from the shrine Um, which we did last year during the novena as well, and we placed the icon in front of the high altar. So people can visit the icon online, which isn't normally possible when it's in the shrine, and people who come to the church, of course, there's plenty of space in front of the high altar, in front of the sanctuary, there's plenty of space um, for social distancing. So we're asking people, of course, who come to the church to wear their masks to practice social distancing, and then we have all the equipment needed for sanitizing, and some of our stewards are on duty all the time, so we're trying to do everything as as safely as as we possibly can.
0: And of course, for those who do want to physically uh, visit you in those times, they can leave their petition as usual.
1: Oh yeah, people can come in and write out their petitions. That facility is still there, but people can email petitions to us as well. Um, if they go on our, if they go to novena.ie. And they'll find our um, email address and they can email petitions or people are mailing in petitions as well. You can mail petitions to Novena, Redemptress, Limerick, and that'll get us.
0: Yeah, and then there's also the facility online also to light a candle as well. Is that right? Yes,
1: there is. Yeah, that's a, that's a very popular facility with people. Um, it's a, a virtual candle Um, People love lighting candles, of course, and that's one of the things that people like coming to church to do in the afternoons, and people miss that during the lockdown, but we've had this facility um, to light a virtual candle for some time. We're doing a major revamp of our website at present. We had hoped it would be ready for the novena, but unfortunately, we're a little bit behind ourselves, so after the novena, we hope to launch a new, more streamlined website that will allow people to visit the shrines as, as well, which hasn't been possible up until now.
0: Seamus, thanks a lot for coming on and just sharing that information with us because I know there's an awful lot of people, as you know yourself, from the county, especially from the west, used to love to come in, but at least now they can maybe maybe visit during the day if they are in Limerick.
1: If they're in Limerick, of course, they're more than welcome to come up during the day. And there are a lot of people around the county who follow us all the time since the pandemic began on a daily basis, and we're glad that they've become part of our um, congregation. And as I say, we go on until the 26th. Then on the 27th, which is the Sunday, we'll celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and we'll be open that day for Masses, of course. We'll have Masses that day at 8, at 10, at 12, and at 5, and at 7:15, and 9 in the evening. So people will be able to go to Mass, not during the Novena, but at least they'll be able to come here for Mass on, on the Feast of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, with restrictions on numbers. So, John, thank you very much for having me.
0: So, just just one last, uh, just one last again, just one reminder mm-hmm. of the times of the masses.
1: Yeah, uh, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the morning, 7.15 and 9 in the evening. And the best way of getting us is just Google Novena.ie and then go to webcam. For so, the Novena.ie, webcam.
0: Father Shermish, thanks again, indeed for joining us again this morning. God bless now.
1: John, thank you for having me. I'm very grateful, much obliged to you. Bye-bye now. And, and hello to all my friends and relatives in West Limerick. Of course, uh, side, yes. I'll, as people know, my father was from, Lord, to mercy him, my father was from Townley Hard in Ballyhaha, so I have lots of cousins scattered all over the place. So, a special hello to them.
0: No problem. Uh, father, thanks again. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Rest. Bless you. Bye bless bye. You. bye.
1: bye. bye. bye.
3: you mm-hmm. are yours mother of Christ